Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shokova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and Agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my Agile journey. So hello everybody. Today I have here Sabine. She's my dear friend from the Agile Space community and uh, I have a question for her for today. What are you currently passionate about? Yeah, so first Susie, thank you for inviting me for that because I really like to talk what I'm really passionate about at the moment. Uh, for me, my passion is using Agile to for a better world. For me, that means the sustainable world, but some people call it regenerative, not only sustainable. So actually what is necessary in order to help the, the planet to exist in the future, to have a, a good future for our children and grandchildren. And I think we as agilists, we can contribute to that and we are not doing that at the moment. Some of us, a lot of people really start to think about that. That is something that I found out by many conversations that I had during the last time. And yeah, this is actually what I like to do at the moment. What I think is important to talk to people about these important topics that are important for, for the survival. So give us some example of something you might uh, did or you might see some other organization been doing or something tangible. So we have a sense like yeah. uh, how this big dream becomes true step by step. Yeah. yeah. So actually for me, it's important that we can start where we are so that the steps we are going are not too big. There are some examples that vary of people who go really huge steps, but that's not for everybody. So for me, I'm a trainer. I'm mainly working as a trainer, certified scrum trainer at the moment. And for me, it's important to have to use the opportunity that I have during trainings to talk about sustainability. And there are various ways to do that. For example, when we now after COVID, we start to have uh, present, trainings in presence again. And uh, in the lunch break, yeah, we, uh, when we do that in our office, we can have our trainings in our office. We can uh, we order vegetarian meals and we discuss that with people why we do that. So the default is vegetarian. And uh, if we explain to people that this is important and when somebody wants to have some meat, then he has to go to find the meat somewhere what we are offering vegetarian. And this is something we've even tested that by asking people, how do you like it? And most of them liked it and we had interest interesting discussions during the lunch break about this topic. This is only one example. Other things are, of course, the material that we use, we, the examples we use in trainings. For, so for example, in my product owner training, uh, the people as an example to work on, they, they develop an app for children 
that teaches children to have a more uh, environmental conscious behavior. Yeah, so that is, and again, use it, having people work on this example uh, fosters conversation about sustainability. We can also have, when we, depending on the kind of work we are doing, when we are, many of us are working of coach, as coaches, of course, in organizations, they work together with teams and talk with teams about team goals, team purpose, and things like that. And when they do that, they can also say, okay, what is our team purpose when we look at uh, the, the bigger system we are working on? And this is maybe not only the organization, but even the bigger system, the organization being a part of the ecosystem. So what can we as a team contribute to the sustainability development goals that have been defined by the UN? Yeah, and this is one example, one very, I think it's a very important set of goals. And we did that with some groups. And for example, one sustainability goal is good health and well-being. So I think everybody, every team can contribute to good health and well-being or, the, or gender equality or uh, innovation in product development. Yeah, so what can we do in our current work to when we develop products and that is actually what what scrum is all about to uh, to have these products to make these products more sustainable so these are just a few examples for depending on the role where you are you can do different steps in order to contribute to different sustainability goals so how agile really helps organization to build on top of that um, sustainability and better future so how does it correlate like what's the linkage yeah so for example i think that when we think think about sustainability in from an agile perspective everybody thinks about well, hopefully about uh, the sustainability uh, goal uh, principle in the agile manifesto yeah? sustainable development uh, which at that time i think meant working a sustainable pace and i think that is something that is in reality i don't know how you see that but in my experience this is often not the case because people tend to be more in a hamster wheel that's delivering from sprint to sprint having no time really to reflect even skipping retrospectives because they don't have time for that and that is something that if we really follow the scrum principles of having some break to reflect and looking at our process from a meta perspective using retrospectives for that uh, and having the team decide on how much they can really do within one sprint using this even more to come back to the sustainable pace yeah so that would be one concrete thing where the team members developer and, and scrum masters can contribute to yeah the other thing is when the completely different perspective when uh, the company decides and they will have to do that because there will also be some laws and regulations who force you to do that at least in Europe that to uh, start with some sustainability reporting for example yeah this is a transformation in a company to make a company more sustainable and we as agilists we are experienced with transformations yeah, we have already undergone or we have uh, driven an agile transformation. So we just have to use this knowledge in order to help with this new transformation. And starting with the purpose and starting with things like 
sustainability goals for me is a very good way to do that, including our agile way of, uh, of working, that we do it in small steps, that we define experiments, that we define intermediate goals, work with, with outcome related to see if we are on the right track. This is different from a classical way of working that many sustainability consultants still use in companies. Interesting. So let's look at your journey. So you must sort of come up with this topic, right? So what was that realization? Is there any story around it, how you realized that sustainability is what you're passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. So actually it was a long journey. It started in my youth. I think when I was, I grew up in the industrial area in Germany, in uh, the Ruhrgebiet, and uh, there I was confronted with environmental problems very early. It was a sour rain that we had at that time. We had Chernobyl and things like that. And it was very interested in topics like that. And we yeah, protested against it, went on demonstrations against it. But then, yeah, life changed and I became, uh, I started to work and I became a mother and founded a family. So my attention drifted to other topics and actually it was not the, the, the climate topic was already there, of course. It has already be, been there for many decades, but it, it was not so much in the public attention. And then uh, I think things changed for me when I was forced to stay at home during the COVID crisis starting in 2020 where I really looked at my the house I'm I'm living in and said, oh, well, this is not really, I'm not really taking care of my CO2 emissions. And then I got informed. I learned a lot about these things and I did some measures with my house or I tried to change the heating systems and things like that. And then I said, okay, this is nice. It's the first contribution, but actually I'm a trainer and a coach and I'm a multiplier. So I would have a much bigger lever if we, if I use this, um, what the, the contact, the network that I have in my professional work uh, in order to, to spread these, this kind of things. And then I started to do that. So I uh, started to get connected to other people in the agile community. And I found some in Germany who had very similar thoughts. And I also was now am connected to people from a different community, which is the community of sustainability people. Yeah, so, so there's a small overlap, but actually it's a different community, which was also a a new perspective for me to get out of my own agile bubble and get to, together with these other people who were working really there, planting trees and, and uh, doing things like that. Yeah, so really fascinating group of people. And then I said, okay, what about my own company? I'm working for Company Improve with uh, 20 people. So we are a small consultant company for Agile. So what can we do? Yeah, so what about our CO2 emissions? And we started to track our CO2 emissions at the company, which have been quite low because of home office and COVID. But uh, now it's starting to increase again because the limitations are fortunately gone. So we look at things like traveling and how do people get to work and things like that. What about very interesting topic? What about the CO2 emission that we produce when we use cloud services? How to track that? It's really something that is not so easy, but we are working on it. 
Yeah, and the next step is what can we as Improve do to work together with customers to extend our agile services to customers to show them how we can help with uh, agile experience and agile ways of, of working in order, for example, to work on their own sustainability strategy. And that is something we are in the first contact with customers at the moment to start doing that. The step I'm at in my own journey, and yeah, just actually, it's it's uh, all about getting more connected, get using all the kinds of connection, extending the connection that we have in order to to direct ourselves and people around us towards towards sustainability goals. So when you came to your organization, was it simple? Like did they all say yes, we want to do it, we are all for it, or were there any tough conversation around it? In my own organ in organization, so it was easy to find some people who were already very interested in it. So we are people a company of twenty people, and uh, I, we have a little sustainability team of four right now, and I think that's a reasonable size. So uh, three of my colleagues and myself, we are at the moment working on these internal things like uh, tracking our own CO2 emissions. We also have, uh, last, we have a yearly conference, the Agile World, and this, this year we had a sustainability track within this company. And one our marketing guy is also part of our sustainability team. Also one colleague of mine working in sales. So we have good connections from the setup of this little team. And the managing partner of our company, uh, and also, of course, colleague of mine, the two of us are uh, having a training at the moment to become, it's called Consultants for Global Change uh, by an institute called Terra Institute, who are really specialists in sustainability. And we are kind of partnering with them at the moment to get the knowledge on board that we, that we need and also learning a lot of them uh, from them because they have been in this business already for for many years and there's really a lot we can learn and yeah this is something that we use internally also to think about new ideas but actually being a small company most of us working still from home i think the biggest level is really in our work with our customers we have a day in the office every second week and this is something we don't want to reduce so also deciding what we still want to do Traveling to conferences, for example, is one topic. How much do we want to do that? I think it is necessary to meet people from time to time personally. The two of us met in Lisbon, so that is nice and everybody enjoyed it to go there again. And so this is nothing that we really want to completely skip, but we are thinking about compromises, how you can still do necessary travel, but do it consciously. Yeah, I think it's important to do it consciously. Is it worth it or would we rather uh, stay at home and, and do things virtually? Mm, interesting. So now that's what you do with yourself, your own company. Now, can you share some story where you help your clients to realize or change or yeah. shift? Yeah, so we are actually starting to do that. I think that is something that um, needs also be communicated well We from, for all the agilists who are starting to work in this field. So this is not the expectation that our customers have, have for us to help them with sustainability. Our customers 
uh, see us at the agile service providers yeah, and to make this connection. That is something uh, I wouldn't say that we have a real big success story for that at the moment. We are starting to offering agile ways of working to customers who, for example, want to get their sustainability on the road, trying to provide a concept how you can do that, let's say in sprints. A sprint in this case wouldn't be something that is two weeks long or so, because typically as the case with many change um, initiatives in big organizations, this is not something where we, people work full time. Yeah, yeah, so you have a cross-functional team from different departments, maybe from HR, maybe from procurement. Yeah, so these, these different departments who have connection to sustainability and you want to get them together as an initiative and this work needs to be organized. So you start with something that, uh, let's say, with a common purpose to set that up and then setting up a, a proper agile way of working that really fits to their condition. We help our customers to set up a way of working where they synchronize and self-manage in order to fulfill their goals. So this is some principles that really come from the agile environment but are adapted to the specific task yeah and that is something that we all also see in other change initiatives that are set up in an agile way which is not really product development so you won't have the meetings we would have not two week sprints or daily scrum meetings you would have an adaptive way of working so we are heading towards the end so my last question is um what is this future of i usually ask agile a bit um Maybe how this agile gonna be sustainable in twenty years from now? So I think the future is difficult difficult to predict. Yeah, so we have a lot of uncertainty. We will have ten billion people on the earth instead of eight right now, and there will be a lot of change. And I think this mindset of not having a big plan but being able to act in this completely uncertain world. That is something that we can also contribute to the community of people. Yeah, so for me, Agile has already, of course, gone much beyond IT or much even beyond product development, but uh, to make it even, yeah, to make it the normal way of handling things yeah so instead of just asking for how will it be in 20 years so i don't know nobody knows and we are going to live with this uncertainty and without being so frustrated that we don't dare to do anything or the, without feeling too overwhelmed which i think i also sometimes feel overwhelmed yeah but still saying okay there are little steps that we can do and by creating new connections these these are steps in the in the right direction so to be really sure what is something for me personally that i want to achieve what is something that where i do i see my contribution to the world and using this as a direction for the next step i think that is a, a, yeah, the next step in in consciousness for people and yeah i don't know how the world will look like and i don't know what uh how agility will look like, but I'm quite sure it will look very different from what we know right now. 
Well, and I agree with you. We don't know. We never know what the future brings, mm -hmm. but we'll do these small steps to yeah. have a better world. Yeah. Yeah. And when we yeah. start with small steps, and I think it's very important to have also the, the experience of that you can achieve something and then you maybe your next step will be a little bit bigger. Yeah. So you see, aha, okay. It worked, yeah. And then it is fun. Suddenly, it's not like oh, I have to do that, and I feel so so bad because the future is is looks terrible. Uh, it's fun to do these little things, and this is something that I would wish that more people would would uh, have this experience, yeah. And if I can contribute to that. I have written a book about small steps and big impact in, available in German. Maybe I will translate it to English next year. Let's see. And uh, this is something that I would really like to spread the active hope for things that we can improve. Thank you very much for a nice conversation. Thank you, Susie. I enjoyed the conversation and I hope that we will see each other personally, maybe at the Scrum Gathering in Amsterdam. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shekhova, author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sochova.com, S-O-C-H-O-V-A.com. Thank you for listening.